Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a video and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience, and wisdom from hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Today, it is my privilege to welcome a very, very accomplished individual from Switzerland, Christine Engwig, to our show. Christine, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure being here with you. Thank you. Christine is the founder and CEO of WIN, which is Women's International Networking. She is amongst the top 10 influential women in global diversity, and we're going to talk of global diversity. She has worked with JP Morgan, Citibank, and Innovation Norway, and she's educated as an actor and practices Kundalini Yoga. That's quite an accomplishment, Christine. <laughs> So tell me, what would you say are three key milestones in your life or your career? Oh, that's so interesting. I think um, maybe the first milestone was also that of um, moving um, abroad and, uh-huh. uh, and just traveling the world. I mean, I started first, I went to Australia and I went to Japan. I lived in Italy. But the very first one, it was just going and living in another country. And the second one was to start the winner organization, so leave the big corporate safety mm-hmm. and so on, and to start my own business. Okay. I must also say having a child was another milestone. Yeah. Okay. okay. So and, uh, um, you know, let's talk a little bit now about uh, WIN, Women's International yes. Networking. Yes. Tell me about this venture. Exactly. So this is a very interesting because I had uh, left my home country in Norway and I've been around the world and I was working, um, I did on top of all these other things I've done, I did an MBA and then I started to work in big corporate and, and which was very interesting. But there were many moments when I felt, I don't know, I didn't feel really 100% myself. It was as if something was a bit um, not really fitting. If I had mm-hmm. clothes that didn't really fit my <laughs> myself. Mm-hmm. So I started to reflect a bit on that. And after a few years, I left the banking and I started to work with um, some projects with my university and also with innovation in Norway and EU. And I traveled around, particularly Eastern Europe, teaching marketing. Mm-hmm. And as I traveled more and more, I realized that... Um, I have been very lucky and privileged because I had the freedom. I chose to travel. Okay. I chose to go and work in a bank. I chose to leave it. I had what you can call freedom to choose. Okay. Um, and then I realized so many people in the world didn't have that freedom, and particularly women. I also thought, wow, when I'm traveling here, wouldn't it be nice if I'm, I had someone I knew, you know, another woman I can be with? Sometimes I was in big teams with, with lots of men and myself. Mm-hmm. That was the thought I had. And back in Milan, where I lived at the time, I was very active in a local women's uh, network. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, that provided in some ways a community, a family for me. And that gave me a sense of safety, a sense of um, security to take also more risk. So I thought, how can we expand that and do more? So I started WIN with the goal of, one, make sure that on a bigger scale in the whole world, mm-hmm. we can work in our little mini steps to make sure that more people, and particularly women, have freedom to choose. Okay for their lives Correct. and two, that the workplace could make feel as inclusive so we don't need to feel we have clothes on that are don't really fit us mm-hmm. but we can be yourself and really flourish mm-hmm. and then thirdly uh, if we can recreate that feeling of almost a family of a community of being together so we feel always supported to really flourish and okay yeah. and so tell me you know two separate questions why is it necessary yeah. to have a separate forum for women and yeah. How 
and why is networking so important for us? Yes, and this is so interesting. So, first of all, on the question of separate for women, I think, yes, what do we say? So, if you look at, there's a famous study by Harvard from 1952, it's on the nursing school, actually, that said that when women are stressed, actually, when we are with other women, we thrive and we de-stress. So, that's a study that's done. Now, I think for this point in history, and we are about to change this, it has been necessary to come together only women, particularly so that then I do big win conferences. We meet over several days mm-hmm. and it's been a chance, or at least before COVID, it was a chance for many women to feel, oh, this is who I am as myself. Correct. Because so many women enter into big workplaces, they adopt a more masculine style or a different style. Mm-hmm. So they almost lost touch with the feminine in them or their authentic. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to create a safe space where, where we could find our back yes. to ourselves. Let's say, because we are always that Correct. so that was a necessity now once that job is done once mm-hmm. we feel that okay i don't need to feel approved by a man or any of those things you don't necessarily need it although from time to time mm-hmm. it's simply just fun to be in those spaces but it's not um it's very very important that it's not just to alienate men or 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 any of those things Mm -hmm. the feminine is about collaboration it's about finding space and it's about caring and sharing so this is also so 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 important it becomes very clear Mm -hmm. so that's why that was important um and i and i hope that it's as we go forward in time, and I think this is starting to happen more and more now, we can be more and more together because it's not about women and men. It's more that we needed to give value to the more feminine qualities of okay. that is in all of us, the caring, the sharing, using our intuition, uh, having empathy. Mm-hmm. And that it doesn't, it's not owned by women. This is in so many fine men I know also. And, and it hasn't been valued enough in society. Mm-hmm. I think this time we are living, it's, we're starting to see how important it is. Your second question again? I know, and my second question was that why is networking so important? Oh, why Especially and personally. Yes, actually, it's really interesting. And I see, from what I know in, in certain cultures, this is very, very natural. Even in India, see, you're okay. so communicative and talking to everybody. And, yeah. and I lived a long time in Italy and, and I had a workshop on how to network. And, you know, it was really not necessary in such a culture. People are good at it by nature. Correct. But I think different for me. You always need to teach it. It's not the same culture. People are not the same outgoing. Now, why is it important? It's important because um, to learn how to create a net mm-hmm. that we can almost also call a safety net. You know, sometimes we call, talk about that. So networking can be a working net so that, yes, we have our knowledge, we have our experience, we have all those things. But having also a a group of people that you support and that's supporting you back mm. it's incredibly important and the way it's also about how do we network because there's been uh, networks existing mm. where it's hard to network yourself into because it's closed let's say so what i wanted to do was to democratize democratize or or to make it possible yeah. to create a new network where we are networking with each other in a new way where Purpose, passion, joy is part of it. So Wonderful. it's not only an exchange or a network because I need a new job, but maybe a network because I'm so excited about being with this person. This person makes me feel lit up or I, by listening to that person, makes him or her lit up. So our networking is now 
almost in a post-materialistic time, or we need that too, of course, but it is this, how can we network actually with purpose and passion? And, and having connections, because it's really about relationships and connections, mm-hmm. probably never been Literally. more important. So, you know, I, I was, when I was going through your profile and I was reading, I was thinking when I was growing up, you know, and I'm, I'm 64 and, you know, 42, 43 years of working, networking meant how many visiting cards could you exchange at a conference? Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> now in the world of social media, people are talking of hundreds and thousands of people yeah. who they're connected to. Yeah. How is networking changing with social media? Yeah, it's, uh, it's so interesting what you're saying and the numbers are crazy, right? Mm-hmm. So I think it is changing a lot. And at the same time, I notice, and I think many people notice that on social media, I, I sometimes connect, I use it a lot with people I've already mm-hmm. talked to before uh, or that I'm introduced to by someone I have spoken to before. And of course, now there are people who write me out of the blue. They connected and they see, oh, Christine, I see we are connected to so-and-so on LinkedIn and we have seven people in common. Yeah. I wanted to write to you because blah, blah, blah. Hmm. So I see that what the social media has done is that he has um, lowered the boundary on the mm-hmm. one hand. So it's, mm-hmm. We can meet more people that are more interested in the same things as us. Right. So that's amazing. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, also, I think we need to... Oh, oh, all people, sometimes we also need to feel safe, let's say. And there are sometimes people write to us on social media and you don't know who are they. And and it can be good and bad, let's say. Mm-hmm. So I still think some of the etiquettes that we had when we meet live were, okay, I'm so-and-so, I would like to introduce you to another person. This sort of feeling introduced mm-hmm. to have a context for or connection yeah. is important. And that's important online also. So if I'm introduced by somebody who I know mm. to somebody I don't know, mm. and that introduction, so I think this etiquette of, of introducing, etc., is, is important online too, because mm. everybody can contact you. And, and who are all these people? We don't always know. Very interesting. And your thoughts on a young individual who's starting off on, out on their career, what do they do to start building networks? Exactly. This is very, very important. I think, okay, start with, <laughs> you know, build your LinkedIn profile, let's say. That's, okay. that's of course, important. Yeah. And as we are, and also for them too, in at university or in the young days, also build very good uh, relationships with mm. those you are studying with and where you are. Because I sometimes said that also at my big conferences. I meet people, they want to talk to the senior leaders that are speakers, etc. And I said, yeah, that's good. Mm. But also build very good relationships where you are right now. Mm. Keep those and be a good person because you don't know where in the future where that person goes. And if I support you and you support me right now, mm. we will continue to support each other into the future. Correct. Of course. Those those that are just starting up, of course, they need to also to how how do you get into the job market? How do you get up? So I think it's just be awake, you know. Listen, go to webinars, go mm-hmm. to when we can meet again, go Correct. out and and meet people a little bit in other areas than just mm-hmm. your student thing. Okay. If you have a chance to be invited to internships, ask to get scholarships, go to conferences, be part of it. Wonderful. So one more question for you on on Wynn before I move to the next segment. You know, you've built an amazing organization. Mm -hmm. Talk to me about what are some of your core values as you were building this organization? 
Yes, that's very important. And, and values is sort of what, I, what has been very, very important to me also over the years. Now, I, I think it's the value of the value of connection is very important for me. So exactly this of, of building connections has been some of the fundamental um, in, in, my, in my work. Mm-hmm. Also, I've had a very strong, um, all these values that we talked about, the value of, um, of compassion, of passion, of um, caring for each other and sharing. So the values of, of the feminine, but it's in all of us. I've been extremely strong drivers for me. So it's, mm-hmm. My work has almost been an advocacy for that, I will mm-hmm. say. So all these integral values. And also, um, I have had a value of creating, creating, if I can put it this way, so that what the agenda for events and everything is something that's emerging, so not to copy, just always create the new by listening to people, listening to the world, listening to the organizations, and what we can collect from that and what wants to see the world is what I create. So some of my value of creating the new, pioneering, caring, sharing, you know, all the aspect around okay. world authenticity. Wonderful. And that's been a strong driver. It's Wonderful. sometimes been so difficult, but you stay in those values and you can do it. Fantastic. So, Christine, let's talk to, about the next topic, which is on diversity and inclusion. Yes. Uh, and you are a very, very influential woman in the sector. My question to you is that why is diversity and inclusion becoming so important and relevant today? Yeah, well, today we suddenly, it's two things. I think on the one level, we can talk about it almost from an evolutionary perspective. Correct. I think it's like, it's as if, now we have seen we had the phase of globalization we have had all of that but now it's, it's almost as we're in this phase where you and me and everybody also are growing and, and now we can grow as humans mm. from the inside but now by by meeting um other people that are different from ourselves mm. we also have a chance to look at ourselves Correct. and i think that um in those meetings is a chance for all of us to grow so from an evolutionary perspective we all are sort of confronted and affronted with the, with these sort of differences. So that's a, a part of it. And, and and I think maybe that's why it's become so important. And of course, also the values of society right now, and we have had so many issues, is, is coming. It's exactly these values I talk about. Now they're so apparent. We need to share. We need to care. And people are waking up to, the, to them what's been unjust. And uh, I think we... It's as if, no, we don't tolerate that anymore. I mean, a lot of us have never tolerated that, but it, it, most people actually. But I know it's on a mass scale. So, and that, so I think from an evolutionary perspective, it's important. But also this sort of, we are waking up, that, that's not fair. That's not okay. just, and that's Absolutely. not right. And, and then we, the diversity and inclusion as a sort of topic is that also, how do I do it? So what's common agenda now is also I need to learn the capacities. I need to learn the skills. I need to learn the human or dig out, or I used to use those human qualities that I actually have, because we all have it, which is sometimes is more hidden. You know, how can I embrace, how can I celebrate the many uniquenesses of mankind? Mm. How can I, how can I be inclusive of that? And also, how can I set boundaries? Because there is not everything to be accepted. And include, 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 inclusive about. You know, this is also. I had a phase in my life. Oh, let's try to be inclusive of everything. I just was just an experiment in my journey. And I, no, 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 no. Here, here, 
No, they are also powdery. <laughs> okay. So that can be no matter pigmentation or right. age or anything. No, no, well said. But you know, if you look at it across the world, the countries that you come from, the Scandinavian countries or Switzerland, yeah. they are far more developed in terms of diversity and inclusion. And yet, when I talk to friends there, there is work to be done there. <laughs> yeah, when you definitely. look at there are countries like India or China or the, some of the other developing part of Europe, developing part of Europe, what, in your opinion, should be done to correct this imbalance, which should always be fifty-fifty at least? Yeah. Yes, I think it's um, a lot of awareness building. I mean, so what you see now in the media, and there's a lot in the media, and still, I think it's. Um, it is very much on the individual level where yeah. each and every one of us need to have the chance also to meet with someone different mm -hmm. than yourself. Mm -hmm. And I know now, so, so when we have the chance, it's also take personal responsibility to meet somebody different from you. Mm -hmm. So if you can have lunch with that person, if you can have uh, dinner with that person, if you can go for a walk, mm -hmm. hire someone a little different from you. It, it's a it's a way to bring them in so you can grow mm. uh, if it's just them and us which can easily happen no matter how much it's written about in the peak mm. uh, in the media it becomes more difficult so i think we need to build awareness so we need to talk about it share about it invite people together yeah and because there are a lot of kind people out there who are just not aware even when we talk about gender diversity I know a lot of men who wake up, they're like, when their daughter started this working mm -hmm. and they, they start entering a career and then the men, they, they, they say, oh, my daughter didn't have the same chances. And then they wake up. But it's not like they were bad or anything. They just hadn't thought about it yeah, before. So yeah. I think there is most people when it comes to race, caste, any of those things, it's just not something they've thought so much about. And that's the same with gender. And then there are some people, of course, that are manipulative and, you know, those people, they need boundaries, they need legal, they need every, all those things. But the majority just need to be walking up. Correct. So, you know, it's a, I'm sure you've heard this old saying from India. and My grandmother used to talk about it. Always that if you educate a girl, yeah. you educate a family. Yes. Because she then changes the entire outlook of her family. Yeah, and that's so beautiful. There are therefore empowers the and much, much greater inclusivity in, in the entire family. Yeah. Yeah. So one more question for you, you know, and this, uh, Christine, is the age of the millennials. Yeah. And millennials think very, very differently. What is your experience of the thought process of millennials on diversity and inclusion? Yes, it's interesting because I, I see these young people now, they, some of them take it more for granted, you Correct. know, they are, they're like, I asked, uh, I asked, as I have a young son, he's a little younger than millennials, maybe, but I asked, where, where, is this, where is your friend from? And he said, mm. no, that's an old-fashioned question, you know, mm. <laughs> it doesn't matter where they're from. Correct. So, this type of, of thing, it's, it's, I think that's what's coming, that whether, where my friends are from, or it, it has not so, so it's no longer so important for them. Okay. So, this is really great. And I just hope it stays like that. I hope you know? so. Um, but, uh, so they are tech savvy, globally savvy. They they are not so concerned woman, man, uh, nationality, culture, any of those things. So I hope that's our hope. I, think. I well, the, when I talk to millennials, I think the world is in very very good hands. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because they think completely differently. No baggage, nothing. Yeah, it's so lovely. It's very inspiring. So let's move to the last section of our conversation, which is some questions for you personally. Christine, you know, so much recognition, so much success, doing things that you enjoy doing. What does success mean to you? Yeah, wow, that's interesting. Sometimes it means, or it means to me, I, I see that I love when, when someone is, Success means also that I have impacted on people. Mm-hmm. If I can see there is change, like even when we we work with with my big conference, let's say, and if if I see people who are in the all I call it in the old paradigm of mm-hmm. control over and hierarchy, etc. If I can see uh, their uh, passion in their eyes, you know, or something that oh, there is another way. I can share. I can care, and that's okay. So. I think I get a lot of a big kick out of seeing transformation in front of my eyes. Mm. I get also a lot of kick out of we have supported many initiatives in Nigeria, in Cameroon, in Kenya, as if we're exactly by supporting girls. And and the impact is huge with with um, just even a little effort. But we have to do a little effort. Correct. Nothing happens without this effort. If I just do my normal thing, you don't really create change. So for me, success is this having impact and seeing more in some ways, joy and caring and sharing. I get the kick out. And then, and therefore, a follow up question to you is that you keep doing so many things and you keep doing them so selflessly. What inspires you? Yeah, it's um, it's me. <laughs> I am very inspired by changing the world. You know, like uh-huh. <laughs> sometimes I think a friend of mine that you're still like a teenager in the, in the sense of my idealistic view. Right. <laughs> uh, it's it's true. I am very inspired by by, and now I'm inspired in in the little moments by people. So mm-hmm. I'm very inspired when I feel connected. I think when I feel connected to also my own intuition, you know, and 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 all of us, then I then I can go on and on and on. I don't right. get tired yeah. when we're creating the new. I'm very inspired by creating the new. Okay. If it's bureaucracy and old stuff, I really get very tired. So I am, I'm inspired by the hope that we can create a world that actually really works well. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to come to my last question to you now. Uh, and it's mm-hmm. a question that I ask a lot of my friends, you know, and it comes back to the pandemic that we are all going through in Switzerland. Mm-hmm. You're not that badly affected, but the rest of the world is. But mm-hmm. life is changing for everyone. Yes. My question to you is, how are you rethinking your life? Yes, good question. And and um, yeah, even here, it's been not so good. I mean, I'm rethinking because the whole, having I mean, changed all, it, it, for everybody, it, it changed all over the world. And Correct. So on the one hand, it has made them, us, I feel like in some way, I feel more vulnerable too, because even, even our own, our activity was like, but on our feet disappeared because we we did Correct. most of our in, uh, income came from gathering people in in live meetings. So we can't do that. We changed. We're doing online meetings, of course, but still, it's a different little thing. Mm-hmm. And then I'm also thinking, oh, uh, I'm so used to going out and seeing friends and so on. Yeah. So I, I started to really appreciate. Uh, I think I'm really looking forward to going to Norway when I can again yeah. to see my family. And then sort of like, oh, I really appreciate those those good connections with family and close friends that I don't always see. Correct. I'm even more confirmed with my work in some ways because I see the values that I've been um, 
working for and with is even more important. So that's mm -hmm. been com confirmed and maybe even to be less shy about that because there was a time I also felt, oh God, this is different. This is not the way maybe I'm weird or something. And then I feel, oh no, you're not weird. You're normal. Actually, this is good. So, so that has changed. So I feel, oh yeah, with full confidence go forward. Um, correct, correct. But it's something about, yeah, uh, appreciating the small things. Also, when things are so risky, I, I've also become even more appreciative, appreciative of every day. A little cup of tea, this moment, how wonderful it is. So it's just, how can I enjoy every moment? Because mm. we don't know. I can lose my business, my life, for everything, any moment. So we have to be very uh, present, I think, and, and, and enjoy the sunshine, the I tree, agree. the bird that's just there. Yes. Um, that has changed. And live every day as it comes. Exactly. Exactly. I love <laughs> okay. that. And I totally, and trust because it's a marvelous. We are here. Here I we agree. are. We are I having agree. a good conversation right now. Christine, thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure speaking to you. I wish when you and everything else that you're doing, lots of success. Thank you so much. It was lovely talking to you also. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the brand called You Videocast and Podcast, a platform that brings you knowledge, experience and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Do visit our website www.tbcy.in to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Just search for the brand called You.